1: Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and A member FDSE.
0: I just think she's incredible in it, and there's just there's just so much going on. And I don't know, maybe if you've like you wanna watch this great film and you've kind of like got some woman anger or like woman energy then this is kind of the film to sort of get it out with um towards the end it's like a brewing yeah, storm yeah it's like you'd be really I
2: know, I frustrated at it. first i was like <laughs> like call in response to the screen being like i can't believe he's done that but i was like i'm on my own watching the wife. wow shut up honey
1: yeah
2: <laughs> actually
0: hello film fans joining FlixWatcher in the studio today we have becky hello honey hi and as always kobe hello and we're reviewing the wife thank you as always to the mighty people for the mighty mighty tunes and thanks to ben from rockwood audio for his awesome editing skills
3: please do remember to write a review and rate us on apple Podcasts anywhere you can do where you listen to the podcast because it really does help us
0: and you can join in the conversation with us on Twitter
3: at FlixWatcherPod and on Instagram
0: at FlixWatcher. Hello and welcome to this episode of FlixWatcher. Joining us today, we have Becky and Honey. If you would like to say hello and tell our listeners a little bit more about who you are and what you do, please.
2: Hi, Um, that was very, very... Coy. Um, I am Honey Ross. I am one of the co-founders of The Pink Protest, um, which is an activist collective, and we've changed two laws in the last three years, uh, one of which was getting FGM added to the Children's Act, and the other was um, changing
3: the laws around period poverty. Can you explain what FGM being added to the Children's Act is?
2: Okay, so FGM is female genital mutilation. This is not going to be a very cheery part of the podcast. No, but so I'll, be, I'll be honest. Um, basically, the Children's Act is when um, teachers and people who are in loco parentes are allowed to intervene. Mm-hmm. If they see something going on and previously before that, FGM wasn't considered something that you could intervene with. Mm. Uh, you'd be like, none of my business. Yeah. So it's now been added so now to the Children's Act. So now you can.
3: Which is fair enough, I think. Yeah.
2: Yes. yes. It's yeah. crazy. It's, kind of it's shocking shocking, on there already. Isn't...
3: Yeah. And um, what? And you guys do a fair few podcasts.
2: Yes, we also now are a kind of podcast production company. So we have my own podcast, which is called The Body Protest, mm-hmm. uh, which I host with uh, the most incredible angel Nadia Craddock, who is a body image researcher and just just a cherub just a wonderful woman uh and we kind of talk to a lot of people who are kind of uh disruptors in kind of the world of body image mm-hmm. like becky for example actually you haven't been on yet no but
0: i would too but this season <laughs> you're coming yeah. on uh we've then had then we, a few
3: cross podcast invites haven't we yes yeah, it's,
0: it's lovely cross pod pollination oh <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's lovely uh and then
2: we also do a lovely parenting podcast with matilda sturridge and then um scarlet curtis does feminist don't wear pink podcast and grace campbell does a very funny podcast with her dad so we're we're just
1: having a good time over here
3: why not podcasting is a great time and who are you
1: i am becky young i am the founder of anti-diet riot club we are a community social enterprise platform that is fighting back against diet culture and all of the sort of dangerous body and beauty ideals that comes with that including fat phobia and shame around bodies and sex and pleasure and food and exercise um and we host events and workshops like life drawing that honey has been a model for food printing um gratitude workshops um we do sort of like interactive talks that explain um what diet culture is mm-hmm. and um how to be an ally towards people who are fat or who've been in uh, the kind of diet cycles. And we had just hosted our own first festival called Anti Right Fest.
3: So how was how did you what tell us about the festival? So so you have multiple festival, stages, headliners. We
1: had three and a half rooms, thirty different speakers, um, and like ten workshop facilitators. Speakers including Erica Hart, who we brought over from New York, who was absolutely incredible, um, and Honey modeled for our live drawing. We had. Um, Stephanie Uboa hosting a panel on race matters and body positivity. We had content around fitness and um, parenthood as well. Um, and as well as dance classes, craft workshops, like really interactive kind of intimate workshops on health mm-hmm. and Um, identity so yeah it was was pretty broad it was amazing it was 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 nine hours of chaos for me but I think a lot of other people enjoyed it Um, (laughs) (laughs) and we are going on tour in March so we have at the moment have been doing mainly our events in London um, and a few workshops at festivals now we want to take the Anti-Diet Right bus, which we crowdfunded for last year, to as far and wide as possible around the UK. So, because obviously people don't struggle with their
3: bodies in London. Sure. And so. um, where where are some key stop-off points, Billy? So
1: we're he- heading to Sheffield and Leeds first.
3: Yorkshire, um,
1: <laughs> Yorkshire, and then <laughs> we'll be going to the East Anglia as well. Not watching um, for them. And then we'll be going to. We'll definitely be going to Bristol, the Brighton and Devon. Mm-hmm. Those are kind of confirmed. We'd also have plans to go to Dublin, to Glasgow and Edinburgh, maybe for the Fringe mm-hmm. if we can. Um, and
3: Pink Process were at the Fringe last year, weren't they?
1: Yeah, we were at the Fringe
3: were last you? year.
1: Yeah, we had, I know Grace was. So we had Grace's show
2: and the year before we did an event with uh, Help Refugees. Amazing. Which when was... You can help
1: us. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. If anyone's listening and you have links to local councils, community groups, event spaces co-working spaces we will go anywhere
3: I notice Manchester's not on that list yet um,
1: we definitely want to go there we come just on have, Manchester we haven't like, we, we, did a, we did a shout out yesterday for all the places that people want us to go sure. and Bristol Manchester and like uh, the Republic of Ireland did come up quite a few times. So we'll, we're definitely trying to go where people, where we can, yeah. but we we need links, <laughs> we need help, support us.
3: So we are talking today about The Wife, which is your choice, Becky.
1: It was my choice.
3: So can you tell us why you chose it and a synopsis in two minutes or less? So
1: I chose it because I wanted to watch something that I hadn't seen that was a big sort of, um yeah, sort of Oscar-worthy movie on Netflix that was new. It felt like it would have been added quite recently. And I wanted it to be um, about women or about a f- with having a female protagonist. Um, and I'm really glad I chose it because I thought it was a really great film. It's about a um, wife of a Nobel Prize winning uh, writer. And she's obviously kind of, pit- she's pitted as this kind of, you know, supporting loving nurturing uh wife who's sort of not really credited for all the help and support that she's given her husband um and he gets he gets given the Nobel Prize for Literature and they go to Sweden and she sort of starts to reflect on her life and her career and how she's kind of subjugated her own career for for his glory but there's a big twist which I didn't know about not a twist, but, you know, there's, there's the story this... story develops. This, this, like, deep secret is unearthed and um, it becomes a lot more than that. And, yeah, it's pretty amazing, her performance, I thought.
3: Helen, thoughts on The Wife?
0: So um, I'd seen this before. It came to Netflix, I think, kind of middle to late of last year and I missed it at the cinema. And as soon as I saw it, come on, I was like, I really want to watch this. Um, I think this film is really, really good, Um Glenn Close in it is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. There's just so many moments in this film where you just like the the way to kind of imagine if you haven't seen it. So you know the bit in Love Actually with Emma Thompson crying. Yes. Oh my it's, god! It's like that for the whole film. Yes. Is so is true. That kind of emotion. <laughs> That's and, such a good way <laughs> of explaining <hot> it. on. <laughs> and the 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 story itself is is not kind of new or anything, but the way that. She plays it, and the relationship she has with her husband Jonathan Price, and the relationship with her son, and Christian Slater pops up. He's yeah. there as kind of this. Um, He's there dancing around, journalist, isn't he? yeah, in there, um, slimy little journal. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just sort of set over like maybe two days, three days, if, if, if that. So it's this very, very short period of time where just kind of who she is who he is the role of a mother the role of a writer the role of a female writer is all kind of explored in this really in-depth way and it's, it's absolutely fascinating to watch and as things start to fall apart and cracks start to appear so it is really fascinating
3: honey what are your thoughts on
0: i really liked it have I, you seen this before i hadn't seen it before but had, it had been on my anyone seen this
3: before Oh, so you saw yeah, it before, I, yeah.
0: Yeah, but I, I missed it at the cinema I at the and the I remember actual. seeing the trailers for it thinking, this looks good. Mm. This looks really good. and mm. um, missed it. <laughs> but so, I caught it when it came to Netflix. I kind
2: of liked that it was also a little bit hammy. Like it was so, the emotions were so like raw and surface and you're like, wow, like Glenn Close is like screaming in a gown. I'm like, I love the drama. <laughs> um, but no, I just really thoroughly enjoyed it. I thought... she she just you know it's such a shame she didn't win the Oscar for this really did you know
1: what the plot was before you watched it
2: I had no idea Mm. I knew it was something about a kind of slightly scorned woman but I didn't know the the ins and outs of the Nobel plot which I loved and I loved the kind of claustrophobia of it being set over those three days Mm. I thought it was really powerful of being like that feeling of when you're basically on a holiday you don't want to be on is so nightmarish. (laughs) They really captured that and also captured the horror of actually writing and how unpleasant being a writer is. So I was like, you know what? Thanks, guys. You're doing the Lord's work. Yeah.
1: I thought that was actually interesting, that little insight into what winning the Nobel Prize is like. Yeah. The kind of... Tradition Pump around and it, and the, yeah, yeah, everyone like bowing down to you, and like when they come into the room, and he they couldn't even you know, get that right, could he? And they serenade them, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And what yeah. it's like for the wives as well? Well, yeah, well, it's very first lady-esque, isn't it? It's like, oh, so your husband will be very busy at the moment, and I'll take you shopping, and you know, we can go do beauty fights. She's like, yeah, okay, we'll see, yeah. <laughs>
0: and the, when he gives his speech at the 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 big Nobel thing, and watching it is watching Glenn Close at that moment when she was robbed of her Oscar, that she yeah. she <laughs> was... It was almost like kind of like this imitation that is exactly as probably how she kind of felt on that night when... I, I mean, I love Olivia Coleman, but... Was that the year that Olivia Coleman yeah. yeah. won? It's really this, unfortunate. This... <laughs> it was Glenn's, I think. And
2: Glenn wore this big golden dress. Because she was like, I'm going to win in this dress. And then she didn't win in the dress. Oh
1: my God. Just I was like, gonna...
2: I'd be like, burn the dress, just burn it. I don't want <laughs> to see that dress again. <laughs> yeah,
3: we're going now. Um, time I
1: mean, to go. I, I did love Olivia Colman's performance in The Favourite. The Favourite yeah. yeah. So I, I hadn't watched The Wife when she won that Oscar. So I thought that was really deserved. But... I've now re-watched The Wife because I watched it twice. Because I think once you know like I, I mean what are we gonna do about this this spoilers? We can we'll be we, Absolutely we, we 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 spoilers. Okay, because the the fact, you know, the way in which it's revealed that she's actually the genius yeah. and he is a pathetic excuse for a person. <laughs> whereas you, you know, um it's a bit more complicated before that. Um uh I had to go back and re-watch all those bits at the beginning where she's you have the first scene where they are on the phone and her eyes her like incredible eyes are just like so I don't usually, you know, Wow, she's really involved in his yeah. his work, and then mm. obviously has been there throughout and supported him. And then she's receiving that award. She wins. She's winning the end. She's like, I fucking just won a fucking yeah. Nobel Prize. And you're like, Yeah, you did. Like that's yeah. yours. Um, yeah, I had to read like those painful scenes of her her eyes and her catching everything and being called not a writer. And like, you know, in front of all the, the other, other male prize winners. It was, it, was, it, it, was, was it Has it never
3: been, obviously, like Mother Teresa won the Nobel Peace Prize. But no, there just has like, been.
1: There, there have been. There have
2: yeah
3: Yeah. yeah. Marie um, Curie, I'm sure, won.
1: And re- recent, like, sort of science-based. Uh, no, some so.
2: someone won literature a couple of years ago. Uh, Doris Lessing mm. one for literature in okay. this Love one you know, they're all men yeah which yeah. no, compounds which further compounds it, yeah. Watch, yeah it really was painful it's, yeah like all of these white men and you're like oh, oh Glenn Close has to just watch yeah
1: um,
3: there was a was a Southeast Asian chap oh
2: yeah,
1: yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> throw him in there just
1: to <laughs> um, um, good for him <laughs> <laughs> um, I think Watching it again really would be something i advise as well because you get really get her spectacular acting um, put on display again. And it just adds a whole new element because you just know the pain that she must be in. But then again, um, you kind of... It, when I first watched it, I was like really annoyed that she wasn't speaking a lot. And I was actually interested whether it passed that test, you know, like how many lines she had. Yeah, yeah. Um, And I kind of was really frustrated by it being like, um, she's the scorned wife and, you know, everyone talking about her as, you know, in Swedish, oh, this is the wife of Mr. Castleman. Mm. And um, I found it really annoying. And then it makes sense, you know, towards the end of the movie when you realise she's obviously... She chose, in a way, to to live her career through him. Um, and you wonder why. Like, would she? Would you have subjugated your whole career for that? But then b- women do. But at the point in which you get the Nobel Prize, I was like, no, nah, I would have left him now. That is fraud, and I'm sure mm. it'd be illegal or something. Well, was, I'm sure they'd both
0: be, like, in absolute yeah, scandal if they were to reveal that. <laughs> well, that's uh, why she doesn't want anything said, isn't it? Because... It It, could
3: lead in that direction. Yeah. yeah. Um, So did anyone kind of guess the plot from early on in there? Yes. Yes. I
0: did. About five minutes
1: in. I I thought it was about her life living in his shadow, which it is. Mm. But I just thought it was like, you know, they always say they're doing a film about someone who won the Nobel Prize. I'd be like oh it's so interesting they're showing the wife what is it like to be the wife of someone who's amazing why yeah. you know behind every great man is a is a great woman that quote that's where I thought it came from I didn't realize that she would it wasn't until she has that sort of drink with the with
3: slater i think yeah. it
1: was and the first
2: you, flashback when? that i was like oh, of course oh, yeah, where yeah. he was like you're a very promising young writer i was mm. like yeah. so she's written everything he's ah, done yeah. yeah it makes I total like, sense i
3: thought even at the point when they're jumping on the bed right at the start mm. when he's like i've won a nobel and she, and she goes, was like nah. okay yeah i'm just like yeah. yeah i've had enough now and i was so like, that there's something that scene going on here so
1: weird i'm like this is the most random like decision like um writing choice why are they doing that and then it flashes back to yeah. when we got published we
0: got published
1: yeah. Yeah. So we got so published
3: that's the difference yeah. there and that's such a because I mean does he have any redeeming features because mm. I can kind of understand given the time the time decade they were in that maybe if she was put forward as Miss Mrs. Castle um, Joan mm. Castle Castleman, sorry, that her success wouldn't have been as great as hers. So to put it through his name to ensure to get some success, I can kind of understand mm. that plan. But I would have for him to have some humility about it.
1: He was such a narcissist, yeah. like mm. he, he, cheating his, on his, her him and is, like yeah. him, and just
3: like not even paying her any attention whilst they were in Sweden because of the work that she'd done all their lives yeah. together. It's just like, dude, what are you? And what are you doing? And how dare
1: he treat his son like that? After absolutely, like it being quite clear that he had no talent apart yeah. from his ideas. Yeah, um, but it kind of seemed like actually when they have that fight, all of his ideas came from his treating her like shit. Yeah, and it was actually her ideas. Yeah. and even though she was like privileged and you know whatever, she, um, she had all of the all of the good stuff.
3: I would have loved it if they touch. felt like after twenty years of doing this they came out together and said, no, we are yeah. we're a, uh, mm. a wife and husband writing couple. He comes with the ideas and I make, I build it together. Like you have um, couple directors, don't you?
1: Yeah. So I would yeah. have
3: loved it if they said, we've been doing it, we did this because no one would take me seriously as a sole writer. So we had to do it this way. And hopefully that would have uncovered
0: yeah, that you, kind of thing. Any kind of risk then that you don't the have backlash. anything taken seriously and people kind of go back and mm. then start to put. Unp- you get used to things, it. You so. don't have a to live, don't Yeah. Most <laughs> importantly. Like, just, just that. I mean, it, it is part of the time and they kind of go into it saying that, you know, you've got the big ideas, but I'm the writer. And, you know, this, the lifestyle kind of seemed to have sort of suited them in that she gets to, kind of had the life that she sort of wants. She gets to write without anyone criticising her as well. Um, you know, she has this family that she loves and adores. Mm. She and, and she doesn't like the spotlight. She's, you know, from the, that's the, the only reasons why
1: I can see why she wouldn't go into it, apart from that one female writer saying, oh, no one will ever read you. Does like she
3: the, does she actually say she doesn't like the spotlight or she just she seems quite I'm happy? She says
1: shy and her personality is quite drab. Mm. Like from the beginning, she's kind of like, yeah, well, I'm like, They're trying to portray her as this kind of not very shining, whereas he's so charismatic and and makes everyone laugh
0: and she's... She's not into small talk and she's not into pleasing people. Yeah, Mm. She's just into kind of words and writing what sounded like the most amazing books ever.
1: Yeah, and also maybe that is part of being a successful writer, you know, being able to schmooze. And sadly, maybe a lot of writers feel like they have to live that, or that time yeah know? I guess
2: you have to personally brand yourself and be a exactly. you know a character it's not enough to just be a talent
1: yeah well I
2: think that's what was so I loved the kind of nuance of like you said the relationship with the son and the dad mm. which was so brilliant because the dad clearly felt so threatened by the son's talent whereas Glenn Close who was actually the writer yeah. was yeah. like I think he's got a lot of promise like yeah. he's
1: very talented
2: I
3: read your work it was it was very beautiful. Yeah. Um, and but, he just couldn't say, like, and he about couldn't it later. stomach well, it. It the was thing, the yeah. ego. It was the male yeah, ego. What does my dad say? Which I thought was also harsh because
0: oh, he, he totally we, just disregarded her opinion. Yeah,
3: yeah. The son yeah. was a dick as well, and she was like,
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <But> <laughs> he, but he, he kind of works it out, doesn't he, from his, sort of his childhood memories? And that's um, Jeremy Irons' his son.
3: Yeah, Max. Max Irons. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um, no, but didn't Christian Slater tell him?
0: Yeah, Kristen Slater tells him. Yeah. Yeah, but then but he, he has that thing about, like, why, why you were shut in the stuck. door, which he's kind of yeah. seen in the, in the flashback thing, which yeah. you would remember as a child. You, you don't would even be like, remember oh, your own you character's name. Yeah. yeah, that
1: was that was amazing. Yeah, that was really good. His anger and that like that whole scene where he exposed, like, God, it, it really is such a massive, like, you kept my mum a slave. You enslaved yeah. my mum. But also that, you know, it's she very much tries not to be the victim even mm. until the very end. She's like, I yeah. will not be that woman. I'm more interesting than that. I'm um you know she she she's she she a won't...
0: kingmaker. Yeah. She's a kingmaker, yeah. yeah.
1: to the top? king of Sweden. Yeah. <laughs> That's, <what she's laughs> like, That's <laughs> huge energy. Yeah. yeah. Um and then at the end when she's like caressing the blank page, obviously gonna go off and write her own things. I thought that was quite cool. Yeah.
3: I liked that a lot. I would have hoped that she would have been taken seriously at this point though.
1: Yeah, I mean, you would have thought that if she came out with something that they'd sort of figure out. (laughs) (laughs) He's conveniently died and now it's very similar kind of prose. And
3: more (laughs) still keeps on coming out, more and more. Yeah. But I mean, J.K. Rowling still, she had the initials J.K. instead of Joanne Rowling because- For a reason. Yeah, for that reason. It's still sad that that happens. E.L. Travers, P.L. Travers, Mm. um, whoever wrote um, the Peter Pan no, that was J.M. Barry as a guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: You the- wonder how many kind of um, films and TV programmes by women just don't get it past the door yeah. to be made or discussed or anything just because they're like, oh, well, no one's going to watch a TV series that's been written by a woman or, you know, where's the audience for that? Well, okay.
2: most of the Brontos novels were originally published under a male pseudonym. Yes. And also because... Uh, so I remember someone told me this and it made my blood actually boil, um, was... I'd read To Kill a Mockingbird because I was 14 and obviously you have to and someone had been like, you know, Harper Lee didn't actually write To Kill a Mockingbird, it was Truman Capote because they were best friends and it's like, no sorry like just because she has a talented male friend doesn't mean he wrote her yeah. masterpiece it, it, but that happens all the time in writing people believe that women can't be interesting basically
1: yeah and it used to be really common to write under pseudonyms and yeah everything when I read a review about the wife it was just like it's just not believable that a woman so talented and like so powerfully played as Glenn Close would give up her life and not chase the glory and I was like women do it all the time. Yeah. And women play that wife, the wife role Mm. all the time. Like my own, like my own family members, like they go into relationships and they become this like shell of their selves. And you see it all the time. so I felt like you just don't get it. Yeah. (laughs) Like that's that, I I can imagine that this, maybe not so elaborate, like a Nobel Prize winner (laughs) wouldn't go up, (laughs) wouldn't have the audacity to go up on stage and collect a prize. I couldn't believe it.
3: Do you think he should have rejected it?
1: Yeah. I mean, you Mm. know, she was obviously in pain as well. Yeah, it's like G- you're yeah. a dick, basically. To get nominated, amazing, but like to hear for him to stand up there,
3: yeah. and accept mm. Jump it. Jump on bow the bed to saying, the "I want a Nobel, I want a
1: Nobel." Like you did nothing. You edited it. That's what she says, um, and it obviously wasn't. She obviously didn't feel by the end that it was a collaboration. No, it, she obviously felt like it was
3: hers. And that's the thing: is the collaboration. Going back to the humility thing, if he had just at least through the relationship said, "Look, you are." You are the, obviously as it was presented in the film, yeah. you are the tour of force behind mm. this, but we are doing this because it gives us both a better life yeah. and I will yeah. not be up there. I'll do the schmoozing I need to do to make sure we get the next books and do the press doors, yeah. but I'm not going to present my walnut to random women. I'm not going to be there accepting the prize on my own behalf saying it's only me and I was yeah. You know, it's that kind of thing where you think you're onto something good here. And I was, you know, I was quite happy b- with that kind of con. There's, um, there's a Tim Burton film called Big Eyes. Have you seen it? Yeah, yeah, and it's based on, on a similar thing where there's, yeah, it's there's a, a true there's story, a, there's, and that's yeah, that's a true story where the the um, artist she's got a lot of talent, but at the time oh Mm. she's a lady so uh, yeah. she can't make these uh, interesting she's a lady
2: writer <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah.
3: so um, she can't make these f- fantastic drawings so they put it, it changed. So Christopher Waltz his name.
2: pretends to be the uh, person the artist, hating yeah. them yeah. 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 <laughs> I watched it at Christmas very drunk
3: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that does happen in, yeah. in these kind of circles Definitely. and it's just kind of sad that it does I think she kind of stepped out of the shadows didn't she uh,
2: yeah she. so they had at the end of that they had an amazing paint off where he didn't turn up and she did and she painted one and everyone was like okay yeah it's you <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fair
1: enough uh, so a lovely happy ending with that one but which yeah. isn't always the case yeah. um, what was it there was a bit where yeah where she asks him not to mention her yeah. and then he obviously goes on and on about how much he loves her and, oh. and it just that was so painful to watch her like I thought she was gonna punch someone <laughs> What a performance. I know. Oh, it was <sighs> amazing.
3: Should we head to scores, guys? Hello, I'm Sam Pei. And I'm Martin Zotzostwick, And together we host a show called Song, Song by, by Song, Song, where we deal with the music of Tom Waits. We've been going since uh, 2015. Every week we talk about a new track. Uh, we've made our way through 15 seasons so far of his music. And now we're going back to the early years. And if you haven't listened to Tom before, it's not the growly stuff. It's not the stuff where he's hitting an automobile with a bone for percussion. It's a nice, easy way into his music. If that sounds like something you would be interested in, you should check out our website, songbysongpodcast.com, or put Song by Song into your podcatcher of choice.
0: Let's head over to the watcher scores. Our scores are all out of five. You may have decimal places if you wish. And we will start with you, Becky, with your recommendability, please. Um,
1: I would say... Yeah, like a... I would say a five. I would recommend it to people, uh, everyone. Actually... There are some people that I wouldn't recommend it to just because I maybe would assume that they wouldn't watch it, but um, that's well, There's no
3: action or you, yeah, like yeah. certain. It's not trans- <laughs> <laughs> Um
1: But pretty much everyone I think would like get something from it, Um and I think if you recommend something, you always recommend with it in a context of knowing them anyway. So yeah, I would recommend. Say five.
3: Still going five, honey?
1: I would recommend
2: it. I would say maybe a four point five for me sure. because I would. I, it's the same thing. I probably wouldn't recommend it to absolutely ever I wouldn't recommend it to my brother, but I'd probably recommend it to most of my friends, if that makes sense. Absolutely. Helen?
0: Um, so, yeah, I'm going to give this one a 4.7. I mean, I think this film is fantastic, but I think there will be people who will go in and say, oh, it's just not believable. Or yeah. they mm. they won't, they'll see, because the, the kind of, the, the story is a bit cliched it's, and it's it's not, kind of like a
3: but you didn't, massive
0: twist or an, well, you, I kind of, I knew, I kind of see it. You saw it coming. Or I kind of. But I'm so naive. <laughs> well, I, I, but I, I kind of knew what the story vaguely was before yeah. going into it. So it wasn't like I foresaw every element of it. I was like, there's kind of something going on here. Um, but it, it's, it is about the performance and there's just, there's just a lot going on to it, but there will be, a lot of people out there who just won't even give it a chance, mm. which I think is a shame. Uh,
3: yeah, I'm going to go for, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to join you on the 4.7. I think it's quite easy to recommend with a few caveats. It's a bit slow for some people. Yeah. Um, but I think the performances are there. And it's interesting seeing uh, Jonathan Price just playing such an unlike, he's playing it very well, an unlikable character. I was like, fair enough. And Glenn Close railing against that in a demure way to start off with, but towards the end where that you have the proper fight, which had me. When when couples argue properly on on cinema, in film it's it's tough. Like mm-hmm. in uh, the, some of the Before trilogies, where you see some of the arguments in that, really had me like, oh, I can't watch this. But she was awesome in, in it, so yeah, I'm going to join in 4.7. Um, but some people wouldn't like it.
0: No, it's it's an interesting one. I I don't think many people kind of have seen it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what it is. Maybe that the title is is kind of a bit innocuous, isn't it? A little mm. bit, but then it's it's also the other way that it's you know she's the wife. Mm. But some people might be oh she's just the wife. Just so it's about, it's thing about women's it. things. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
1: I um I think that I try to I, I, like recommending these kind of things to like some of my brother or friends. I try and be like it, even though it's like about a woman, (laughs) that doesn't mean you're not interested and a reminder that I will watch you know movies about men all the time
2: do yeah. you still have to
3: ca- um, feel you have to caveat it that it, I know it's about all yeah
1: surprisingly
2: it's annoying but you do when I watched Smart I kept on being like, when I like was trying to make my family watch Smart, I was like it's just like super bad but they're ladies but don't worry about it Yeah, yeah and yeah. I was like I hate that I have because I'm like actually it's better than super bad yeah. and I'm you know it's crazy that you have to even justify it like that because people can't seem to empathise with a human woman yeah but you know say I mean, me. a, lot
1: of, a lot of the shots are just like her not saying anything though yeah. just like zoomed in on her like <laughs> but it's such a mood it's her she like her sort of in face and just smiling and like the sort of subtle looks that she gives and uh, the way that she notices when he's flirting with people <gasps> that oh, she's just she like, knows oh, about that so walnut she knows about the walnuts That's disgusting she knows about all of his indiscretions and that's, um, I mean that's
3: another hard pill to swallow isn't yeah. it well I think that's yeah, like,
0: I think so many marriages with, are like especially that era when they kind of got together I mean but obviously it hurt her because she yeah. used
1: it against him. And, you know, he says, and I feel terrible about that. And But, you know, obviously she knew. And it was just kind of so all-knowing. It was like, oh, here he goes again. I, Flirting with the air hostess from the off or like the the, the, photographer. the photographer
2: was so amazing because he, the way that was written was so genius because him nest egging it and being like, I'm not attracted to her. Yeah. And then him like giving her the walnut. And you were like, well, yeah, you yeah. seem attracted to her, sweetheart. What she, the, what, she was the other woman
0: though. The other so, woman? Basically she's she was yeah. originally first marriage up. The original yeah. yeah, okay, yeah. So she was it's, yeah. it's I guess she's I kind of talking in about that,
3: the, ph- the photographer, yeah. The
0: position where yeah.
3: she She's always like I, I did this to myself. I think
0: she yeah. thinks she doesn't deserve more.
2: Maybe was the point that I, I was kind of getting of her being like, Well, I knew what I was doing. Yeah. Which made me sad. I was like, Glenn, you deserve more than this.
3: Do you reckon um the walnut trick would have worked on any of you guys or anything similar now I I when it. we call
1: about the a, walnuts it kind of sounds like his body parts yeah. but we're like he's giving out his walnuts but uh, um but when he was like scrambling around it was like from something so endearing at the beginning that mm-hmm. he obviously cracked and gave to the students then left in that drawer to the mm-hmm. end it's like ugh, the desperation it's just like she doesn't even accept it she's like it's okay like it's like <laughs> I don't need you that yeah it was so
3: gross uh repeat theme score Becky
1: um I mean I already watched it twice um so I would say actually quite high school because I think the second time around it throws a whole different light on it because sure. you know what happens. Although
3: if you listen to this, you
1: now already know what happens.
3: So we do have, um, yeah, there's, there's the kind of repeat viewing score where you can watch it anytime and you will watch it all the time. But there's, okay. also, there's also like the high repeat. Well, I think that it needs to be watched again yeah. so you can get more out of it. Or you can, so th- th- I don't that think it like needs to be
1: watched again. I would say watch it again, like with a friend or, you know, watch it another time uh, without giving it away. So I'd say like, yeah.
3: 3.75. Honey?
2: I really enjoyed it, but I don't know how much I would watch it again. Mm. I think I'd, pro- again, like, if a friend asked me to watch it with them, I would. So probably a three, but, um, I, I don't think it necessarily, I don't think I, I'm i gagging to watch it again. Yeah, It's not like
1: a night's tale, which I could watch any
2: day oh, of the week.
3: Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Someone tried to bring that on, but it was taken off Netflix yeah, before. Oh yeah. yeah, we didn't
0: get a half that. I would have done that. Yeah. It <laughs> would
1: have been me.
3: Helen?
0: So, um, I initially thought, I was like, oh, I've seen it fairly recently. Maybe I don't need to watch it again. And then I went, you know what? I actually really want to watch it again. And um, I kind of had to rush the ending a little bit. But um, the rest of it, Skip I, re- I re- really, really enjoyed re-watching it. And I just, I don't know how much more you'd probably get, but the, I did really enjoy watching it again. I probably would watch it again as well. Um, just because <laughs> pretty good, <laughs> pretty I solid. I think, <laughs> I just think she's incredible in it, and there's just there's just so much going on, and I don't know. Maybe if you've like you want to watch this great film and you've kind of like got some woman anger mm. or like woman energy then this is kind of the film to sort of get it out with um
1: towards the end it's like a brewing yeah, storm yeah yeah you'd be really frustrated at
2: first I was like <laughs> r- like call and response to the screen being like I can't believe he's done that but I was like
0: I'm on my own watching The Wife wow
2: shut
1: up honey yeah actually yeah
0: <laughs> So uh, yeah, I'm going to go four for this one.
3: All right, uh, I'm going to go two point five. Um, I don't think I'll watch it that often. I will happily watch it again yeah. if someone says if I'm in a place where someone hasn't watched it. Then yeah, why not? But I don't think it'll be my go-to because I think many, because I did kind of see it, see it coming. So I was looking for all the all the tr- all the clues to kind of already verify my my thoughts as to what what was coming on. Yeah. And it it'll, it'll became more and more apparent as it went through. Like you said. Honey, with the... Uh, the flashback. With the flashback to the, oh, you're a very good writer. Okay, yeah. Did
0: you kind of watch it then as a little bit more of a sort of a, a kind of mystery drama rather than just like a drama it.
3: drama? Um, in what, you're looking for the clues to make it? Yeah, were a
0: public, you trying yeah. to kind of like, um, be like trying to foresee what was coming kind of way rather than...
3: Yeah, well, I I was just kind of, I mean, this was paying into the engagement because I, I, I thought, this is what's happened, but I don't know how it's going to play out and I couldn't work out and one of the biggest things that was a really cool surprise or a really cool twist in Knit twist or uh, way that it kind of transpired is that the books that she wrote were based on the, the shitty life that they had, not shitty, quote unquote, but yeah. the, the life that they had, had together. And I liked She's that kind of- throwing the books Yeah, doesn't?
1: This was based on when you fucked it at This yeah, was based so on good. that. That was, <laughs> that was amazing.
3: So that kind of thing was like, that's a really cool way to like, to play that out, which I hadn't hadn't anticipated. And I thought she was almost going to just take the award and then leave and say, yes, well done, well done, hubby. Did
1: anyone think he was going to say it during the speech? I I kind of did. Yeah, I thought he was going to be like, this doesn't actually belong to me. That's what he says. Yeah. And then he just goes on to be like, she'll be my wife because she... Raised my kids or whatever.
3: What would you have thought if he'd done that? Because I was thinking that as well.
1: I mean, you just, you can't accept a Nobel Prize and be like, it's not actually mine. <laughs> yeah, I
0: think there would be, oh, it'd be so much trouble.
1: Yeah. yeah.
3: It'd be super press worthy, wouldn't it? Yeah, it yeah. would be. <laughs> Sales would go sky high. Yeah. I would almost be used like a tactic to like, okay, we've got a new book coming out.
1: Yeah.
3: I'd just like to say thank you for... Giving me the prize, but it's my wife that wrote all the books. <laughs> hey, Come on,
0: I think if, <laughs> if that had happened, then I would have felt it would have been unbelievable. That yes. would have been so unbelievable. That would have been yeah. too cheesy.
1: Yeah. The pain that she felt from being like him accepting it and you know giving her all these. Compliments and I love her and was way more realistic.
3: Yeah, I mean, it would have been a twist that. Yeah, that would and then it would have sure. been. It would have been like a murder mystery thing where they'd kind of replay the scenes that we didn't see. Okay, when you go on a stage, all you got to do is like and, and play it out like that. But
1: yeah.
3: it didn't. Um, I'm gonna go repeat. Yeah, so repeat view score two point five small screen score. Um,
1: yeah, I think that it's very watchable on the small screen. Um, I would say five again. Um. I think that there were some annoying things in the way that were shot. Like, I really didn't like how they portrayed him eating. Spilling his
0: food down. Yeah,
1: and like I I mean, I hate that when they're like that's a trope for like he's an unlikable character because he eats. Yeah. And (laughs) that's annoying. And like but I really hate how they like amplified the sound of Mm. that to make that worse. So it was like (laughs) he was always eating chocolate and like um, sweet things, sweet things. And I'm I'm eating fat, I'm gonna kill myself. And like all that kind of stuff is really irritating to me. And I think I just I get audio sensitivity when it comes to people um, eating because it was all around him being, like, the annoying character that, that was me also. What's It's called misophonia, yeah. isn't it? But yeah, exactly. Um, I, I'm no, I don't have a problem with people eating in real life, loudly. No, it's just it's the just sound just design. When they when they design it like that um, to gross you out,
2: yeah. I don't find eat, people eating
1: that gross, but um, when people do it on screen, it's really, like, that way, that, that annoys me. Um, yeah, so... That would be it. annoying on screen. <laughs> a small screen
2: I think yourself. there were some of the set pieces I think would have benefited from being on a bigger screen, but I still really enjoyed it. I think maybe f- like a 4.5. All right.
3: Helen?
0: Yeah, I'm going to go for a 4.5 on this one as well. Um, I just had a really lovely time on my own watching both times. this. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
3: both times. Would Reese not be interested in this?
0: Uh, I don't know, actually. Uh, he'd probably... He'd Probably enjoy watching it, but I don't know. I just had a really lovely time on my own (laughs) watching it. And the the thing, I remember watching the hours at the cinema and having a very emotional time watching that and whether, had I seen this in the cinema, it Mm -hmm. might have been a bit more like Mm -hmm. that experience. But I mean, cinematically, I don't think seeing it in the cinema would have had much of a difference. It's whether just kind of like watching it in a cinema full of kind of like women going, I know how you feel. And just kind of like having that.
3: I'm a kingmaker too.
0: Yeah, yeah. And just like some kind of like guilty men shuffling out at the end with like their wives, <laughs> like <laughs> like ignoring them and, and things like that. I don't know.
3: Uh, I'm gonna go for five here as well. I remember coming out of the cinema and I even. Are oh, you watched at
1: the cinema? No, I remember when oh. it came out
3: and I just thought, it doesn't look like I need to see this at the oh. cinema. So I was quite happy to wait until Netflix and I think I made the right choice. Thank um, God for Netflix. They didn't really make like Stockholm look that interesting. Oh, they of,
1: didn't really show it that much, no. like mm. one scene at the beginning. So, it was made by a Swedish director.
3: Yes. Right, I think. Someone Lunder. Um, Bjork. <laughs> <laughs> Bjork
1: Lunder. <laughs> yeah. That was his name.
3: Was it Bjork Lunder? I'm going to I check this so. out. Um, <laughs>
1: Genuinely. <laughs> we were like, <laughs> 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 oh, be, maybe Bjorn. Uh, Bjorn. Beyond, like a baby Bjorn. Beyond. Beyond.
3: Yeah. But yeah, so I, I think I made the right choice by not watching it in cinema. Although I was delayed in watching, which is the, mm, which is the bad thing. Annoying, I did get yeah. to see it as soon as mm. possible. So yeah, I'm going to go for five. Engagement score, Becky. Um, I
1: think for me, it was like a four. I think... I've seen more gripping things, um, but I really, I didn't know what was going on. In t- I knew what was going on, but I didn't know what the plot <laughs> was going to be. Um, I actually was still really interested, even thinking that, you know, she hadn't ghostwritten it and that it was just a portrayal of a of the sort of woman in the shadows. Mm. And I still really enjoyed it. So the second um, time
3: you watched it to get the clues in. Yes, yeah, so the how, second how,
1: time it was all like all knowing and yeah. that, was, that was why it was more
3: interesting. Was, like, that, was I engaged in even more the second time? We would like, oh yeah, that's, oh, I could have figured it out then or... I,
1: I just loved watching her scenes sure. in the second time. So um, I actually kind of skipped over like the bits where he did the... Um, I did the bowing. The bowing, the yeah. practice bowing and things. Because at, at first I thought that was very really interesting. I was interested to know what was, what happened. Mm. He won a Nobel Prize. I'd quite like um, to go to a ceremony. Yeah, I mean, they, they seem sort of quite grand. <laughs> uh, and then I was more looking for like the tortuous moments that Glenn Close was portraying and um, the whole thing with the son. I found him a bit annoying the first time and mm. then I found, sort of sympathised with him more the second time. And yeah, I, I didn't actually get all the way to the end, but I, I think I might rewatch the end because I thought that was a really good scene.
3: Mm. As, he, as he dies. Did you yeah, believe I mean, it was happening that he died? Almost a bit I too convenient She to basically me. killed him, right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, she it was like sort like of coming, wasn't it? Because
1: of all the pills chocolate and, yeah. Oh, I see. No, he, 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 said, he okay. said he had he had he said he had two a couple of bypasses Annie and he and wasn't yeah. taking
3: his pills properly because yeah. she wasn't around.
1: Oh yeah, okay. And he was he has like dizzy spell at the practice. He thing. Did. Oh, of course, yeah. Yeah. I So yeah, it was kind of building up to it. But I was like, oh, she just killed him. <laughs> what a way! <laughs> good for her. Yeah, good for her. Uh,
3: so, what's your score? Engagement score? Oh, four, four. Uh, honey,
2: I think I'm probably going to go for a. Um, Probably like, yeah, four as well, I reckon. I, I liked it. I was pretty engaged,
0: but like Becky said, it wasn't the most gripping thing I've ever seen. Slow. It was very slow. Helen? Yeah, a, a four as well. I mean, I was super engaged in it, but it, 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 there's, there's some bits in it where you're a bit like, oh, yeah, the, yeah. like, kind of went by, it's fine. Yeah. Uh, and then there's the bits <coughs> with her in it are the bits where you just, you kind of want to, just, Absorb every part of the performance to get all the emotions that she's got, and I, I kind of like, I was like when I was watching it. About to, was like, should I watch it for the second time? I was like, I can't remember if he dies or not. <laughs> I think he does, but I can't remember a hundred percent. It's so like that's non-relevant. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's that kind of engagement. Mm. Um, so I, the, obviously, the more you're engaged, the more you will get out of it. But it's not like you know if you. I don't know go and make a cup of tea you're not going to be like oh my god what's just happened no
3: I thought when they after he died and they're on the plane yeah that seemed all kind of nonchalant they didn't seem so distraught her um, her her son and and Glenn uh, they didn't they're just like yeah we're back on the Concorde
0: yeah it was heading home I imagine yeah. there would have been some kind of, it would have been quite emotional after it had happened mm. and then they, they would have had that. to make kind of the plans. And, and, yeah. be in when, shock. and also when obviously they go back to, what could have been interesting was them sort of going back to see the daughter who just had the baby yeah, without, and kind of seeing that emotional, um, like they become like this this family without the father there and that could have been an interesting way to have ended it, but.
1: Honestly I was interested about what was happening afterwards uh, which I don't mind in a film to be like so like you know did did um did Nathaniel write yeah. the like sort of gossip piece yes, on, yeah. on them did he figure out because obviously she was like i'll sue you if you write anything slanderous but you know she's obviously going to tell the kids like what were they going to be reacting how mm. does that change her dynamic like i wanted to see her life afterwards um
3: i'd almost like this to have been a true story where you can i like, read up and go well what did happen yeah right? but it wasn't all was <laughs> like, the
0: post credits so yeah. such such yeah, did yeah, write that yeah. and she won the mobile prize <laughs> herself. at
3: least give you some kind of closure <laughs> for it yeah
0: yeah but a lot of
1: films leave you on that kind of cliffhanger
3: mm-hmm. which is kind of fair enough it's a nice yeah. technique um i'm gonna go for th- oh, fuck it let's go for four as well um <laughs> because yeah i i pegged out for i thought this story is gonna play out and i just kind of i just wanted to see how it played out and it like the way it wasn't so predictable in in the in the narrative yeah um so all fours were engagement score. That gives us an overall score of 4.19688, which is
1: fairly tidy. That's pretty high, nice, that is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That said. Yeah. I Reading the reviews, there were lots of people who were saying bad things about it. Really? Yeah, and I felt that...
3: Not in this studio.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so I think this is more reflective of how it is. Um, yeah, people were kind of like picking apart the the way that it was shot and the way that, you know, I think... I maybe guess, it was the subject matter as well was like the wife who cares
3: I think that's probably what didn't put the Oscar in Glenn's hand mm-hmm. because it's was, it was solely about her performance but there was nothing I don't think anything else supporting the film was up to the scraps whereas like the yeah. favourite like there's a lot of things going on it was like yeah. a really interesting three amazing characters yeah. three
0: amazing and it was hilarious I mean, was shot, was shot and emotional really yeah. and had
3: a really interesting part and he was like, well, I haven't yeah. seen this kind of stuff yeah. before so, I think that's unfortunately what, what took it away from, from Glenn, even though she was great in it. Could have uh, been
1: a, like an on stage production as well, I think. Oh, yeah, mm, yeah. I, I think that could That will translate really what the well. Wife? Let's yeah. buy the yeah. rights,
3: guys. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> so go and see the wife and then go and see Hamilton for yeah. the sixth time. <laughs> <laughs> it's quiet uptown. Okay. Thank you very much, guys. Can you sign up by telling us where we can find you online, on Instagram or Twitter, if you have them?
2: You can find me on Instagram at Kinney, or you can follow the Pink Protest
1: at Pink Protest. And you can follow me personally at, at sloppy underscore spice on Instagram. Um, <laughs> um, Dude, and should we ask? Just Let's
3: ask.
1: Should we not? <laughs> so, ask? in my friends, everyone gets a spice girl name or a, uh, okay. or a dwarf name. Um, so, I'm sloppy the dwarf <laughs> slash sloppy, sloppy spice. Because <laughs> I, I don't know, slop about when I'm <laughs> drunk. <laughs> um, and yeah, Anti Diet Riot Club on Instagram and Anti Diet Riot on Twitter if you're
3: interested. Cool. Thank you very much, guys.
0: Thanks for coming on. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Enjoyed this episode of Flixwatcher Podcast? Why not leave us a five-star review on iTunes? You can also follow us at FlixwatcherPod on Twitter and we're at Flixwatcher on Instagram. Thanks, as always, to the mighty people for their mighty, mighty tunes and Ben from Rockwood Audio for his awesome editing skills. If you're looking to get your podcast edited as sweet as this, get in touch with Ben, and that's rockwood, R-O-K-K, wood, audio. Tell him Flixwatch has sent you. You just heard a Stripped Media production.